Hi guys, welcome back. I'm Brianna. I'm Moharo. And I'm Demaya. And this is She Thinks She Knows podcast. Welcome back to another episode of She Thinks She Knows. Today we have another special guest and it was kind of amazing that we met her because um, we were traveling to New York for an Algaline vegan festival. And as of late, I've been like finding all these Algaline people on Instagram. And I had followed her for a couple of months ahead of this festival. And we were, Brianna and I were looking for somewhere to eat. And I'm like, Brianna, she has food pickup on the day that the day before the um, vegan fest. So we went ahead and we placed an order. And when we arrived to her house, we're like just having a conversation. We were out there for a very long time, actually. So yeah. we we're having a conversation and we figured out that she was in the same age range as us and doing something that we do as well. And so we had to make that connection and we had to introduce her to you guys. So without further ado, I'm introducing Christine and she goes by the name of Self Creators on Instagram. And I will let her tell you guys a little bit more about herself. Hey everybody, I'm, <laughs> I'm a little nervous, I don't know where to start, um, but basically, yes, my go by my Instagram name, Self Creators, um, I'm a chef, I go by the name also Chef GC, um, Chef G- GC stands for Goddess C, um, just because I make divine food, things and such like that, I consider myself a goddess, and we all should, um, so yeah, so basically my journey started off with me um, wanting to just do better for myself and then it's like um I wanted to I wanted to stop eating animals just because I was such an empath and I saw like what we were doing to like in the slaughterhouses and things and such like that I thought that uh it was just not resonating with me like I was just hurt by those animals and stuff like that so I made a commitment to myself that I'll go change to go going vegan um uh, like uh, probably like the beginning of 2018 and then I started to learn about pescatarianism. And then I was like, okay, I don't got to give up shrimp alfredo. Cool. So I started doing with that. And then like my mom was helping me out for like three months as well. So she started cooking like a lot of food with like seafood, with like vegetables and stuff like that. But it was like West Indian food. So it was like still like home to me. So I could still be able to eat certain things, even though I wasn't eating meat. Um, and then like, I got really tired of it. Like I just could not really continue to eat food uh, much more of like that. And then I was like, you know what? I have to make a change within myself now. Um, so I decided to go fully vegan. But then even vegan, people think that like, that's like a, um, a more healthier option, but it's just like basically like a, a slogan or like a brand. It's basically for the animals. It's not actually for people's lifestyle or diet. So then it's like, um, into like one year and a half being vegan, I started to develop like skin conditions and I couldn't understand as to why, because I was eating healthier, wasn't eating meat. I cut out the dairy, the cheese, all those things where I was getting rid of in my body. Um, but I also read too that like a lot of times, even as much as um, we cleanse and detox, your body's always going to go through that process basically from reverse 
reversing all of those years that we have been like conditioned to eating the certain type of way. So um, obviously that was my body like reacting to eating um, a lot of like a lot of vegan food is full of like yeast, soy, wheat. And like my skin was just like in an overdrive, like eating so much of that, like my body was like, no, this is not OK. And I didn't realize it until it started to come out on my face. And I was just like I went to like three dermatologists. They were prescribed me like uh, medication that really did not resonate with my skin, like only for temporarily. And it was like I was just so fed up. I had to just go on a journey to just figure it out on my own. And then um, I happened to found this book called Back to Eden. And then Back to Eden like taught me a lot of stuff. It was it had information about like the alkaline pH balance, stuff like that. It didn't go really do in two depths, like how Dr. Savy goes into things of such like that. Um, but I later learned about Dr. Savy's teachings about like fasting, um, healing yourself. Um, and I give thanks for his teaching because it did help me heal myself. But it's also that um, even though I cook like um, considered to like more like the alkaline food or the alkaline guide list. I still do things that like really resonate with me because I'm not from America. I'm like born in Guyana. So it's like, there's a lot of things that are from his list that are not included, but I would eat just because I am from there. I was born there and there's certain things that would resonate with me. Like there's certain things I wouldn't even eat in America. Like I don't eat mangoes unless it's like frozen mangoes. Um, I just, for the reason, because like um, when I've been on fast for like um, a long period of time, I it just did not resonate with me anymore. I didn't understand how like organic mangoes were like really so big. It just doesn't make sense to me. And then it's like in Jamaica, they're like really small like this, you know? And it's like, it's just different things. Like, uh, it, and even to papaya, I never used to like papaya. And then one time um, I started eating papaya more when I was fasting. Then I had like an incident where I ate the papaya seeds. And you know, papaya seeds are very toxic. Like, it's not toxic, but it has like a, um, it's very powerful that we can clean, uh, cleanse um, worms inside of our bodies. But I guess mm -hmm. it was too potent for my body that I had like a reflex that like where it was just like a bad taste for me and I just could not eat it anymore so I just felt like certain things and even if it was organic and it was coming from whole foods I don't know if you guys heard too about like whole foods being like no foods they don't really serve like organic stuff and it's like I actually did a test about that as well too I bought some like organic baby kale I probably had it in my fridge for like a month just being laser have not even used it that happens but like did not even use it and it's still fresh still the same color and it's supposed to be organic you know organic stuff even if you buy regular organic stuff it lasts probably like a week like even if that it probably save half of it you probably use half of it because it's like other stuff is like around it will probably start to get go bad so it's just like certain things like it just doesn't really resonate with me and it's like the reason why i started off this lifestyle and i'm very big on freedom like that's my biggest thing i want to be able to be free to be able to create and do whatever i feel that resonates with me like i'm living this journey for myself i'm not living it for other people but if i could be able to inspire people to be free then it's a great thing but um a lot of things like too that Dr. Savi speaks about, like um, on the guideline list, it's more to like American standard diet, like what we are used mm -hmm. to. A lot of things in the Honduras that they cook at Usha Village and stuff like that, they're not, um, it's not on the guideline list or it's not served over here because it grows different things of such like that. So that's why I feel like um, everybody, when they start off their journey, like they should just do like more research into like where their parents come from, their grandparents come from, what they done, like remedies and stuff like that. Because Lithuanian people, like we go in our backyard, try to find bushes and stuff like that, boil tea, and then we heal ourselves. Like, so it's like, how come we come to America and we try to, go to like doctors to try to prescribe us pills. We don't even know what it really is. Like when we could grow our own things, like, you know? So like my biggest thing is just um, 
wanted to make a change for myself and also impact as well people like in the community like the West Indian community because I feel like we deal with a lot as well as like all the other communities like but mostly colored people we deal with a lot mentally physically and all that stuff and it's like I feel that this change within just like me wanting to like redirect my uh, lifestyle, like my diet and then like my whole mental self, like stuff like that, going on a self-love journey. Um, it just changed everything for me and it had me open up my eyes to a lot much more ways. And it's like, we're not living a natural way of life. I would prefer like me, like I'd prefer like to live in the islands, you know, grow our own fruits, like you barter, things are such a good, like where money is not such a value. But when we come to America, things start to change. And then it's like, we lose the values when we like, back home certain things are like not even the same like down to like I was having a conversation with someone I don't mean to get off topic and stuff like that but having a conversation with like elders we had spoke about this too that how like my soul is very old so I'm always speaking to like older people and um they were saying something about like how younger kids these days they don't have no respect for like older people like you know how like when we go into somebody's home it doesn't matter who it is you have to say good afternoon good morning good evening hello like how are you doing like you know it's like respectable like you should be doing that and it's like I'm just like I never understood being younger like how those things were actually very important because of like just res off of respect but just off of knowing that like hi like I'm here I'm present here so I want you to see that I'm present and it's like you know just going off of certain energies things and such like that um and I feel like once we come over here, uh, like they start to like put a whole bunch of things in our minds, especially within our foods and stuff like that, that take us away from the natural way of life. And I feel like it's very important for us to get back into the way of natural way of life because um, we're literally going to destroy ourselves. Like humans become abomination to earth and to life because this we're not even tapping in tune. Like we are so powerful within ourselves, but we are not tapping in tune to like what we could be able to do or how we could be able to make an impact. We can't make a big impact within like, you know, trying to change the world, but we could start within ourselves and try to help other people. And then it could go from there. Yeah. I, I think that was an amazing introduction because you hit on many of the things that we want to ask questions about. Um, but you made a couple of good points and interesting points. Um, you were talking about Whole Foods and the Whole Foods where we live, first of all, Whole Foods that we um, go to at home, we have to drive 40 minutes to go to. So that's one problem with, with, uh, with uh, our communities and food deserts and things like that. But the other thing I noticed is that um, because we are going to a more rural area to get things from Whole Foods, it's way fresher than when I go to Whole Foods in New York um, or I went to Whole Foods in L.A. The produce is totally different. Yes. And so when you when you made that comment about the kale, um, like staying the same in the fridge, mm -hmm. I believe that because you are in New York. Um, it's probably harder to get uh local local produce and so um mm -hmm. I definitely believe that um that is the case and it's just interesting to me because every time I do go to a Whole Foods or I do um go somewhere and I get organic uh vegetables I'm like observing how different it is and mm -hmm. so I think that was a really great point that you made up and it just really goes to the point of like um we're here in America as we know and so it's about getting to the best level of health that you can with the mm -hmm. circumstances that you're in and so I think that 
all of us on this call are trying to do just that. Um, so thank you for that. And I'd like, to, I'd like to add to something else that you said. So when you were talking about how you transitioned into being fully vegan and that sort of transitional period of pescatarian. So I went pescatarian in my transition. But um, when I switched to pescatarian, which was really only for like the summer, it was so tiring. Like eating, I always loved fish and shrimp and things like that. But I think I loved it because I didn't have it all the time. So having it literally almost every week and it's like salmon, okay, I'm going to have fish in my meal. It just got so tiring. And I'm like, I'm, this isn't something that I want to eat for the rest of my life. I don't even understand how people can just strictly eat these kinds of things. But I feel like what it also did was it opened my, I think that it sort of introduced me into different options. And it just showed me that like, once you know what you're doing, like once you know, you have to get yourself better and you have to um, live like the, the healthiest way that you possibly can all of these things that you take in like you really have to start questioning like I can't go back and be like okay let me just try a piece of fish now and all that stuff like, it's only a forward journey and so it's just cool how you were talking about how each time you sort of gotten into a new level you did more research and you ended up learning something new and having to make another change and I feel like that's something that I've experienced a lot in in being vegan is it feels like almost every week or every month there's a change that needs to be made because you learn something new so it was just really cool. And I was just, I could really relate to it. And I thought it was something that was important to share because a lot of the times, um, you know, with being vegan, a, a big issue is like, what am I going to cook? What am I going to this? What am I going to that? And people don't like change, but mm -hmm. that lifestyle, it forces you to make a lot of changes and not only your eating, but literally what you do with your clothes, what you do with your skin, what you do with outward, you know, like outwardly, inwardly, your energy the kind of attitude you have, like you start to realize that everything really affects your body. So mm -hmm. that's something that I feel like a lot of people should understand. Like, it's not just a diet. It's, it really is a lifestyle. So mm -hmm. yeah, so I appreciate it. Going, <laughs> sorry, going off of what Brianna was just talking about with the research, um, I think it would benefit our audience if you could possibly define the terms that are like part of your lifestyle. So when it, when you talk about electric foods, what do you mean by that? Okay, so electric foods is like, it has to be, it's like, it not has to, but it is associated with like the pH balance of food. So like being like seven and higher and up. Um, Cause they say like uh, with certain foods, it's like good. It has a good balance for our bodies and stuff like that. When I mean electric, I kind of mean it like exactly what I'm saying, electric, like you're not being electrocuted, but like, you know, the electric type of things where it boosts your energy. It's something that it's when you put it inside of your body, it's kind of like a medicine, like, but it's not, it's natural medicine. You're putting natural medicine to have your body be feel fueled instead of going to a doctor and try to being prescribed certain things that have different, could uh, have different side effects on your body. So like electric means just to like eat uh, foods with higher pH balance and things that resonate with your body. I feel like a lot of times too, I do also cook, um, I don't really mention it because it's just like something that I do naturally, but I cook food for like chakras, like for my energy, certain energies, mm -hmm. things that so that can also be um connected to, like being electric so like certain foods like you eat like raw uh like raw foods like having like a whole meal just like red and green that's like focusing on certain energies you have inside of yourself that's like fueling your body so it's like making you feel much more like higher and in tune with yourself so that's why I feel say like electric food because it's basically like a boost for everything like inside 
Yeah, when uh, when I'm when we do detox programs and everything like that, and when we talk about alkaline foods, um, it's because that has more oxygen, and so when you have more oxygen in your body, disease cannot thrive, and so that's the point of like all these terms, electric and alkaline, and and that's when you're talking about healing with food you're healing with food because you're introducing oxygen to the body and Mm -hmm. allowing and really not allowing omitting disease from thriving. I wanted to add on to what Brianna was saying too. Like, um, even too, like people think that like, oh, since I've been living this journey, like, oh, I know everything, like, or I am so like an expert at this, but it's like, even four years living this lifestyle, like I still deal with like skin conditions. Like I have it right now, like where it's on my forehead, it's starting to come back because of the reason that like, I to be home for a year, I haven't fasted. So like my body's going through another change as being for home and I haven't been out in the sun for a very long time. Cause you know, the whole pandemic, like I was barely outside and if it was like backyard but now I'm starting to go out more and I see like my body starting to react being um readapting to the warm weather and I feel like I spoke to a lot of people as well that do have like similar skin conditions like eczema or they have like uh dermatitis uh psoriasis things of such like that or dry skin um and they were telling me like around the season change it always happens especially being in New York that's another thing too because they put a lot of things inside of the air inside of our water and stuff like that so it's not so healthy for our skin so even if we're like it's like a real big whole change like literally down to like everything that you do like how you brush your teeth the water that you're brushing your teeth with the showers like the soap every single thing like literally matters like in the lifestyle and it's like that's why I always tell people like um just go at your own pace because it is it is your journey and it's like you're not in a race with nobody else you don't have to keep up with nobody else it's like for you to do at your own pace and whatever goes along and um even like through these cycles like when I go through like these phases of like where I don't feel my best like because I don't have days like all the time where I'm always like 100% and I, that's to be realistic like people think like when you're going through this journey this lifestyle like you're always in a happy place or in a uh like a boosted place stuff like that that's not always happening this journey is like you're going to feel things you have to deal with certain things but you have to learn to also accept and be able to let it go and you're moving on from certain things accept that these things are happening and moving on from it but I love this journey like I wouldn't change it for nothing because like the growth is never ending like change is inevitable like you can't you can't avoid that in no separate way so it's like just learn to embrace it and this journey is like literally beautiful once you learn to accept that um, so I'm wondering, so you, you seem to be going on a full, a full journey. It's not just how you're eating. It's everything. It's your entire being building yourself. So, um, you have a catering business. So how did you bring yourself to decide, like, I'm going to use food as a way to change, to create change and to be able to introduce people into a new lifestyle? How did you come to terms with like that idea or where did that come from? Okay, so I'll share a little backstory. I'm actually glad to get to speak about this because I've been actually um, talking about it for a while now because um, I recently started doing back food um, like about a whole year now consistently. I took like a whole year off. So Self Creators Brand, um, we focus on like alignment with mind and body and um, health and wellness. So it's like everything to correlate together. And I was doing Self Creators like with food also, but with like herbs and stuff like that, like helping people like fast information and things and such like that. Like I used to like, 
and do like um I used to do like cleanses and stuff like that, like gallon cleanses, three day cleanses for like people that I used to work at my job at the airport and stuff like that. Um, and these were all older people coming to me, and I was just like, I'm young in this lifestyle. I'm like, I'm young at uh, even working at um the job that I was working at before being a waitress. Like I was the youngest there. There's like people still coming to me there in like their 40s, 50s. Like I need your help. Like how you look like that? Because like when I was working there, I was pescatarian. And then once I made the switch, I started losing weight like crazy. Everybody was like, what happened? And I'm just like, I chose not to eat meat anymore. That's what happened. I feel good. Um, but um, so like what happened was is that I decided to take a break from actually doing um food and um just do the herbs and stuff like that. And because I felt like food was kind of being overwhelming for me. Um, I was doing like pre-orders and stuff like that. The reason that came about is because um I started to see other people selling their foods and things and such like that. And a lot of people have tried my food. And I was like, why not? Like, so I started, I think uh, what happened was is that I vended with someone like these other people that were like already doing like plant-based food. And since there, I was like, all right, I could do this at home. I could do this at other places. And then I started to put myself more out there. Like um, every opportunity that I was seeing that they had like a vending place, like I was trying to submit my application. I was like, I'm there, I want to go there. This, and then it just happened. So opportunity and such like that and then when I took the year off that was when actually to um I was just also going through another phase and in this lifestyle the journey where I was also evolving I, I quit my job um where I wanted to be an entrepreneur um that was two years ago um so ever since then I've been working from home I've done like other small jobs but it's like more jobs for like community wise I've like I was a homeschool teacher before the pandemic um I used to teach two-year-olds um I worked at a homeschool cooperative it was more for like um teaching about teaching young black children about like our history but we didn't talk about like you know no white history nothing and such like that no Christopher Columbus like Rosa Parks Malcolm X um things and such like that we taught them Swahili they taught me Spanish always uh like we used to um do like sign language things and such like that I miss them so much like oh my god but my journey was there like I served I served my purpose there and then I had to move on so what actually happened was while my time I was working there with the kids um the woman there, she was very so interested in my lifestyle, like, um, you know, like transitioning because she's been trying to do it. Like her daughter's vegan and her husband, but they're like processed vegan. They eat a lot of soy, a lot of diet cheese. And like her daughter's very like picky. She doesn't really eat that much, like, but she'll eat like her very picky stuff, but it's very processed. Like, you know, the mac and cheese that they serve in the box and stuff like that, the diet ones. Like she likes to eat that. She likes to eat pizza with the diet cheese. And it's like, when I eat those things, my stomach hurts. Like my body knows, like that's not something that resonates with me. Like it's not natural. Like as anything natural will just bypass itself naturally. Like it won't upset my body or things and such like that. So when I was there, like um, I think I started bringing food for her as well too. I started getting back more into vending. Um, no, they weren't doing vending like that because of the pandemic started to happen and stuff like that. So I'm like, you know what? Since there's not gonna be no more pop ups because I wanted to do some pop ups that was coming up. Um, no more pop ups coming up. I was like, why not do food at home? So I decided to put back out a menu for the summer last year july actually and then ever since then i've never stopped with the menu like it's been rolling and it's about to be a year since full back inconsistent and i am fully like committed to like where i feel like this is what my passion was like obviously i loved cooking but i just needed to separate it and find like where i wanted to go with the cooking and where it could be able to work out for me because it was overwhelming i was also working a job and then also trying to do cooking at home so it was like it didn't really work out for me not once i the pandemic happened it just taught me to like 
this is what I want to do. Like, this is who I am. I like to be able to create and I want to be able to help my community as well too. Um, so how can I be able to do that? I cook and I show my love. Like my purpose on this earth is to be love, share love and receive love. So one of the ways that I do show love is within a meal of food. So um, ever since then, I've been running like uh, just running on a full throttle, like this is food, food is exactly what I want to do. I want to take it further. I don't know how further I want to take it, but I'm just glad that I'm in a space that where I can be able to pick and choose how I wanted to do it, where it doesn't have to drain me or strain me or it doesn't take away from me. It's more of like an equal share of mutual energy exchange, where it's like I'm um, receiving energy from people, like people um, getting food from me and me them receiving energy, me providing food for them. Um, even too, so like what happened was that I decided like recently, I was just like, it's so crazy the how sub creators really started with the brand of like, sub creators, the name actually comes from like my birth parents, like me, my first name, Christine starts with C, my father's um, first name starts with C and my mother's last name starts with C. So sub creators came with that because we're all three C's. So, um, and then creators, I feel that like we are all incapable. Like once we learn to love ourselves and believe in ourselves, like we are all our self creators. Like we create whatever we want for ourselves. So um, I was thinking about it, like sub creators started out with food and then look how far it's come now. Like where it's like, I'm taking this full throttle. Like now to the fact that like where I stopped selling my herbs, like I even updated like down to like last Christmas, like I updated the packaging and stuff like that. And I was like, you know what? This is the last set of herbs I'm going to be doing um, because I want to do something different with my site. I want to like figure out what I want to do because like, I feel like even as entrepreneurs, like there will be days, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, I don't know what it is that I'm gonna do, but I'm on the path. I'm like, you know what? The universe is gonna guide, most high is gonna guide me somewhere. But it's like, um, if today I'm confused, I'm gonna let myself be confused today. We're gonna figure it out tomorrow. Like, it's just gonna be figure it out. Um, but yeah, I feel that um, I updated, yeah, updated my site to now, like with all my chef work. So like now people can start booking me on like my site, my website, like with a uh, private chef work. Cause I do like three course dinners. I did like one last month. I have another one coming up actually next weekend. I'm going to be doing another three course dinner for someone's, um, this guy, he, his sister trained for him like with a year. So he wanted to host a dinner for her and her um, husband. Um, so I'm going to be doing that. Um, and yeah, just pushing myself more to be out there. I don't know necessarily what I really want to do as in like more of like, I don't want to open a restaurant. I'll just say that clear. I make myself very glad to not want to open a restaurant. Um, just because I've worked in the restaurant industry um, and I just worked in, I know what it takes. It's a lot. Um, I would much rather like, once again, I talk about things like I'm very big on freedom. Like I want to be able to be feel free, be able to move how I want to be able to do. And I feel like a food truck maybe could be able to come into play um not not in new york though um just off of like because i want to leave out this babylon place but if i would do something in new york it'd probably be like a juice bar but i would want my family to, um my dad to do like the juicing and i have like a little menu and i'll teach the little chef there to cook my stuff uh future whatever things of such like that and then I carry on to like my family my kids my um like and my nieces my um uh, uh, my nieces and my nephews they can all run their places too like i have a family-owned business because I do plan on leaving abroad in like the next three years. So yeah, it's like time for me to get going and make it happen. Um, I told myself by 25, I want to have at least three businesses and um, have everything established for my move because I have like my tribe already set it up. And what we plan on doing is having like each have our own home next to each other, but we own property and we build the business together and do something of such like that. And it's time because can't live in this Babylon face anymore. <laughs> but yeah. So, you guys, wow. she said by 25. She Man. said by 25. What she so said, that like, means, come on. 
that's that means that she's 22 so (laughs) you know I think that one of the things that's super inspiring um is that you're 22 so you're one to what six months older than us um Mm -hmm. what six months to one year older than us and I think that it's really inspiring because a lot of times like you don't you do not see 22 year olds taking the leap of faith saying I'm gonna quit my my whatever nine to five job and become an entrepreneur that's just not normal and so like my friends and I we've been talking a lot recently saying that like by 25 26 like we should be grinding so hard these next few years that we're halfway to retirement and so like those things are possible and you're showing us that right now (laughs) and I I also just wanted to say listening to you it's so interesting to hear like the process to get where you are and you're still moving I think that you're your trust in your own ambitions, I think is very inspiring. And it's teaching me a lot just right now. Oh, I guess but I wanted to hear more. <laughs> I wanted to hear more about the food specifically. I know that you have a West Indian background, like you said. So what kind of food specifically? And like, how do you think that, why do you think it's significant that you're sharing West Indian cuisine in an alkaline way? Okay, so... Um down to like um my food i cater to more west indian food because even though like i we grew up in america my mom always used to cook home um home like west indian food at home so even if i eat outside like i'll just eat like i like italian and mexican food and i still cook that now like plant-based and stuff like that that's like that was my favorite things um but um I always used to come home and eat my mother's West Indian food. So that was like another thing that was very hard for me. Like I didn't want to be able to give up eating my mother's food because I I couldn't eat certain things and such like that. It didn't resonate with me. So I was just on a mission to like recreate all the stuff that she made that I was my favorite. And um, that was the birth of it. And it's like every time when I did make something, I wanted her to try like, oh, does this taste like what you would make something and such like that? And she would approve of it. Then it just became to a point of like, okay, I trust my process because I've watched her and I've been in the kitchen with her for a very long time and it's like I want to be able to help influence the West Indian community as like well as my family because my sister is also plant-based and her son my nephew he's the first in the generation that is plant-based a plant-based baby that never had no dairy no meat none of that so it's like he's making the change right now and it's like being that my sister is making that a big impact and it's like okay I'm trying to make the big impact within our family but as well as other people's family as well too to in the West Indian community uh, or just in in the community of color people, that's what I more care about, are people that want to make a change for themselves, change for themselves. I think it's very important that that we try to just keep an open mind because I feel like a lot of people in the community are just like older people that um, that are West Indian. They they just have this mindset of like, oh, my family has been eating like this way for a long period of time and like they live fine, they live up to this year. But it's like, he also had this problem. Like he also like had leg problems, this and stuff like that. It wasn't an easy journey. I was even talking to, um, there's this woman across the street. Her name is grandma. She's a Jamaican woman. She's an older woman. She's like everyone's grandma. So we are people are grandma. Um, and I was talking to her about today and she I was just like how it's so crazy that um that yes our family talks about all these people who live so long but it's like when you leave this room you want to leave this room peacefully you don't want to be in pain you don't want to be hooked up to certain things like ventilators stuff like that so that's why it's important for us it's never too late she was like she's eight years old I'm like it's never too late you let me know whenever your 
for you. I come over and I cook something for you. Like whatever you want to be able to make. Cause she always has an opinion. Cause she doesn't like, even though she's Jamaican, she don't like Ita food. That's how I cook Ita food. But she was thinking like, you know, Ita food don't got no taste, none of that stuff. And it's like, I make different. <laughs> I'm going to cater to what you want to eat. Cause I want you to make you, I want the food to make you feel good. That's another thing too. Like I want to make food to like have people feel good. Like we don't have to really change much because like me creating alkaline especially alkaline west indian food that was just show like a whole different switch of the game because it's like i feel that like not to throw anybody off like i feel like everybody who's on their own journey they're on their own journey but me personally i like people who personally stand out and it did and individually stand out for themselves like say for instance like people who are in the alkaline community that are like um say they incorporate like dominican dishes or they incorporate like african dishes but like do different things of their culture like i feel like that's more that's more authentic more inspiring because it's like to recreate what we know or we traditionally know and then to make it into something healthier that's way that's super dope just like for american food too but like I might personally just don't care for American food because like I just grew up on West Indian food. So that's why it's very big for me. Like it's more cultural, it's more personal for me. Like this was, uh, this is who I am. Like, especially being in two with my culture. Like I love who I am. I love my culture. I love my face, my family, like all of that. So it just has to come, it comes all into play that like, where I want to, I want to just show like people that people just like, not even people, like I just want to show I just want to make an impact off of like our community and in people that are just like us that we don't have, it just has to start with just the open mind. That's all. like just an open mind and you can go literally further, like a lot further places. Yeah. Speaking to that, like I, my parents are Jamaican as well. And mm-hmm. like my dad's side of the family, they're not super heavy meat eaters. They're they're more in like the fish and, you know, like Rastafari and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but my mom's side is like, stew peas like pork like it was all that heavy stuff and we grew up more um like my dad every like every so often he made like I can salt fish like stew which I don't every time he made stew it was like he just took whatever vegetables he had and it, it made it work and it would come out good every time so mm-hmm. I was like dad make stew make this make that but when we would go to New York um to my grandmother's house we were always met with a like a fresh pot of stew peas so it was like kind of, it seemed like it was balanced, but then like growing up and seeing like, okay, my comparing sort of the health in each side of the family, it was clear that something was not right, you know, like with um, eating all of that heavy meat and then you know, versus being able to incorporate, you know, certain vegetable dishes into our meals and not having to have a meat with everything that we ate. And so it's with my mom now, you know, like I've, I've transitioned and I'm the only person in my family who's fully um, like transitioned to vegan. And so like, I've sort of, I'm gonna take credit for inspiring some people in my family, you know, being more open-minded to it. But for my mother, especially, you know, I sort of like, kind of like throw a lot of things at her, like try this, try this, try that. And she, the first thing was like, I don't, this is my culture. Like, this is the food that we eat and this is the that and this is the this. And because I know, cause I grew up eating her food. I'm like, I get why it could be hard. Cause I miss stew chicken too sometimes, but if you know what it's doing to you, like it, it couldn't, you know, it won't be that hard to change it. And knowing that she's someone who's cooked so much, my mom loves cooking too. And she would always try to create new recipes and like try an Indian dish and, you know, like a Spanish dish and all that stuff. So I have to sort of show her like, you know, there's ways that you can make um, your culture foods, but make it vegan. And so I actually mentioned you to her because she's 
currently in New York now. So I'm like, mom, you know, I'm gonna send you this page. Try her food whenever you're out in the Bronx. Like if you're uh, if you're hanging with someone, like try her food out because she makes West Indian food. So you mm-hmm. can see that that that's an option. It's not you know so close minded. And I think that you know alkaline vegan. I see as something that I haven't really heard alkaline vegan really being associated with with like non people of color, like you know like white people. I see it as something that a lot of black people incorporate. Um, but when you go into just vegan, that is like, like you were saying, it's sort of like a hashtag word. It's no one associates that with flavor, like at all. So I think that's why it's really important that people are actually like, when I see pages, like, oh my gosh, they made like, you know, soul food, quote unquote, that's vegan. They made West Indian food. They made, you know, culture food. Mm-hmm. actually really cool. And it should be widespread because that's the biggest thing that's stopping people from making a diet change is the culture piece to it. So I just like, I, I like that idea a lot. And I personally like, haven't really, I really don't like cooking like that. So I haven't really been able to experiment with all these flavors, but I just, that's why I like trying new foods because it gives me more ideas of like, okay, that's possible. Like I can try this, I can make jerk, you know, I can do this and all that stuff that I used to really love. So yeah, I really appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, girl, yeah. YouTube, type it in all of these stuff. I'm still on YouTube because some of these things, because I, I was working on a cookbook. I do have a cookbook. Um, I don't know if I'm going to fully drop it yet because just a lot of things going on. But um, I think I may drop like a small cookbook, um, like instead of being a wide range, because I have like over 80 recipes in this cookbook. Like, and it's like I've executed mostly all of them, but it's like mostly just like the dessert now. That's the most harder thing to like create, especially like when you're using like small flour and things and such like that. Um, like, so I just have to figure out those things. And I haven't really made time for it because it's like I'm focused on the present of right now. And when I do have like a little more freer time, like especially in the summertime, I'm going to try to like free up my time so where I could be able to test out certain things. There's certain things that I do want to try for myself. It's not even for other people, but like for myself, like I miss eating those things. Like I <laughs> like they have like this bread. It's called like a uh, butter flap. It's like basically like a buttered bread that's like baked with like butter inside. And it's like kind of like a flap and it's like a roll. It was like so soft. I used to eat that like all the time. You just warm it up. Like just the bread they used to have like, it's called a flat bread, but it's like like a braid. Mm-hmm. Like my mom, them, they eat that all the time, like having a toast. But I'm like, <laughs> I want to eat that too. Like, but to make your own bread, it just like be harder and stuff like that. But um, yeah, I feel like it is important to like, for like people to do like more cultural food that is like more closer to them because it shows other people like, you just have to be open. Like we're not really missing nothing. Like, as you can tell, we're not missing no meals over here. <laughs> 100% agreed. And I think that's like, I don't know why people, I mean, I get why people would have that perception, but it's like so false. And I tell people all the time or like as of late, I I realized that changing your diet and doing it the quote unquote extreme way, like it's definitely revolutionary. Like Mm -hmm. you talked about it earlier. Brian talked about it earlier. You make a lifestyle change and you're making a lifestyle change. Like for example, dandelions, when I was younger, even two years ago, even last year, honestly, like I would see dandelions, but I would associate them with weeds. And like, you know, even the, the little weeds that you blow and it like goes out in the air. Like I would associate both of those things with weeds. Now I know the most I've ever known about herbs and I'm, I'm intentional about learning about it, but we've been using dandelion root for a couple of years now 
it's not until this season when the dandelions start growing that's where dandelion root comes from dandelion greens we're making a green drink for detoxes with dandelion greens those are the leaves of a dandelion flower like just little things like that you never until you go on this journey and, and until you want to understand life from a, I guess natural perspective or until you want to look further from what's right in front of you or what's given to you that's when you start becoming in tune with nature and like your surroundings make sense and now I'm not thinking of dandelions as a weed that could just get stepped on but I'm like man I wish I could just pick all of them and use it like you know so <laughs> Uh, this lifestyle is definitely a, a revolutionary one. Um, and I think that once again, like, it's so inspiring to hear you talk and hear your perspective on it because you're our age and we don't get that a lot around here. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Likewise, likewise too. Like I don't meet a lot of um, like females as well too. Like, or even men too. Like mostly more, I told you guys too, like I'm always attracted to like more older people. And I feel like that's where also like my wisdom comes from, like dealing with certain things. Um, but it's also like, I would love, like I do have like a few uh, people in my circle that are around my age or like a year, a year younger than a year older. Um, but like I've influenced both of them as well too to become plant based. Um, one of my sisters, she was um, she was pescatarian. Like her mom is pescatarian as well right now too. Like um, for a while and like lost a lot of weight. Like she's been doing a lot much more healthier options. Like even though she still eats like vegan stuff and like you know dairy and stuff like that, but she's still making the change. Like that was a big change when she lost a lot of weight. Um, but like my friend um she was having like issues like with her womb and stuff like that, like with her cycle, you know, when you make the change within your body, a lot of things change. So like she was going through a very harsh time. Like even the doctors couldn't help her. The doctors were telling her to like get on birth control. Like, you know, and those things are just very wrong for our bodies. Like, like we're not supposed to be putting those things because it's abnormal. Like, um, and then it's like, I helped her go on her journey. Like I was really like worried for her for more or less because it's like every time when she go through her cycle, like it was just very overbearing. Like she couldn't be able to eat. She was always throwing up and it was just like I started to help her out um, with like herbs and stuff like that and it's just so dope that like how the other day she told me that how there was this girl that developed like eczema and she was like oh she sent she was like oh I saw I sent my uh friend to you she was like make sure you go to her um she told the girl that she was like make sure you go to my sister because she helped me and stuff like that but it's just, like certain things that like say that like oh I helped you and I inspired you like it makes me feel good I don't want no credit I don't care for it because like I know what I do in my journey my journey is th it's gonna be it's going to be impactful regardless. It's impacting me and it's going to impact other people. And just like my other sister, my best friend, um, she's also, we were talking about it yesterday. We had a business meeting because um, we're planning a few events um, coming up for this summer too. I hope you guys will pop up. I'll be hoping you guys Let us know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, we were talking about a meeting and then like my friend asked her, like when my hair go plant-based and then she was like me, well, not really necessarily me, but being that I was already inside of the lifestyle and she was just coming. Every time when she came over, I always had a cup of tea for her. Always, like always had the herbs for her, always like made some food for her. Like we would never really go out because it's like, I was in that stage of state, I said stage. <laughs> I was like that stage of where I was just like creating. I wanted to create this. I wanted to make this. Like whatever I had my fridge, I'm just throwing whatever, making like whatever. It's the type of bullshit, but it's like, comes out to be creative though. Like it's like beautiful, like in summer meals. And then it's just like her lifestyle just transitioned from that. And she became that. My cousin as well too, that also lives in Canada. She stayed with us for like a month. Um, 
during like Christmas. And then um, when she went back to Canada, she was like, you know what? I'm not eating no more meat. And then she also used to tell me as well too, like even though she's been like, I think plant-based around like for about two years, three years, um, like she's like eating very like vegan, but she was like, she doesn't feel any different. I'm like, girl, there's a difference as to why I eat certain ways. Like, you know, I understand because you're going to school. Like, you know, it's harder for when you're a full-time student, you have a job, all that stuff. Like, my cousin, she barely has time to talk to me. Like, she has to put me in a schedule for, like, a month before to have a conversation with me. I'm like, girl, I want to talk now. But um, so it's just, like, certain things I always tell her. Like, you know, it's just, like, you got to do it, like, small steps. Like, you could just make, like, two different sauces and have one big pot of pasta. Like, get some chickpea pasta, something of such like that. And you saute some mushrooms, like, real quick. Like, you know, just doing certain things and prepping it from before. Because, like, when I started out, too, like, it was very hard. Um, Like, I was thought I was, like, going meal prep extreme. I was, like, I got to do this. I got to make lunch, dinner, breakfast, like we're what like plenty of times too there's been plenty of times a part of this journey like where i've starved like we're not really like actually like starved but like <laughs> go to work and they didn't have no food for me to eat oh my god i haven't eaten like two days because i feel like because I, I was coming home late from work and i couldn't cook in the nighttime and then i had to go back to work the next day um i didn't have time to cook and then i i remember i went to go get some noodles and then well right when i was about to go eat the noodles my manager told me he was like you know those noodles have eggs I'm like, oh shit. I'm like, I was so mad. Like, I just started crying. I'm like, you know what? I can't let this happen to me. And that was just another thing, too. I feel like a lot of people get like lazy because they don't know where to go. But it's like, if you're going to make the change, you really have to want to make the change. And that's where I really started to do Like, I started to meal prep. And then I started to, like, I was going extreme. And then I realized, like, why am I going so hard? Like, one meal be good for me. Like, I just make sure I have to be, like, packing or fueling. That's what really learned me about that. That's what really I'm grateful for, the alkaline lifestyle, because it did teach me about, like, um, mindfulness when you are eating. Because, like, we don't need to be eating, like, three meals a day or having such, like, large meals, especially cooked meals at that. Mm -hmm. But it's like, you know, having snacks. I'm always snacking. I'm always snacking on something, as we should, because we're plant-based. We don't be full often. Like, you know, our, our food goes down like that, literally. So, um that like being like alkaline like it taught me like to be mindful with my food and how much I'm actually eating and like how the food that I'm eating could really affect my mood because like sometimes even too like when I eat a lot of fried foods and I don't have nothing to balance it out like say something raw I would feel down I'll feel heavy but it's not something heavy like where I gotta go like sleep or something and such like that but you will feel the difference things and such like that even down to like where my body knows like my body goes into a phases like where I can't even eat like if I have too much oil like excessive oil inside of my body my body goes through phases like where I can't eat like I won't be able to stomach anything and that's my body telling me I need to go on a fast fasting to get rid of the toxin get rid of the body uh, whatever's inside my body that it's not resonating but yeah like the um the lifestyle is just like it's it's like a, a mountain you got to keep on climbing you're going to reach the top but then once you reach the top it's like a fun slide that's all <laughs> Yeah, I, that whole, you know, going days without really eating, that's something that <laughs> I can relate to a lot. Because in the beginning, I was, so I was, I'm obsessed with like pasta, things like that, quick foods, because I was never the kind of person to really prep. And then when I was like, okay, I, I need to prep. Like we um, lived on campus for one semester. We had an apartment style um, apartment. And I would try to get it to like, okay, I seen everyone cooking on Sunday or Monday. Let me do it too. But a lot of the times I would go like so many days of like eating somebody else's food. I'm like, Maharo, like, can I have a piece of your lasagna? Like, and, or I would just eat chips and it really wasn't sustainable at all. And sometimes even now, like with um, being home and being a full-time student, like 
for the semester not like we're done now but Mm -hmm. my classes are like back to back and I thought I would be able to plan out okay you know I have that block from 12 o'clock I can throw in a salad there and blah blah but it, it really didn't work and I would get so aggravated because I'm sitting on the computer and then I would have to just start bringing my computer making a salad while I'm in class and it just wasn't working so I had to like get real with myself I'm like you know what cooking is gonna it's gonna be in your future you need to start prepping meals you can't just make one thing on the spot and then feel for something later because you're not about to be doing all that so I have to like get to a pattern of like okay the beginning of the week I have to get groceries you know, middle of the week, I can make maybe a few dishes. So I have options because I don't like, sometimes I want to eat different things. So that's another problem that I used to have. Like I'd have one dish and then I'm like, I don't, I don't really feel for this right now. So Mm -hmm. that whole, like getting myself to really commit to giving my body everything, like getting on an eating schedule, knowing like, let me prepare my coffee, my coffee alternatives or my um, smooth, my drinks, my fruit drinks my salads, all of those things. So that there's not a point in time where I'm like starving. And then I have to resort to eating a bunch of chips. Like, you know, mm-hmm. it's just, yeah, it's definitely a, and it's hard when you think it's going to be like too much. Cause that's, that's something that I feel like stunted me too. Like when I was thinking, oh, this is going to be a lot. It would literally stop me from doing it when it's mm-hmm. not hard at all, because I've already had moments where I've been consistently cooking and yeah I would say like outside of the physical changes the mental preparedness that you need to have to really go into this and be positive about it and know there are going to be some days where I'm slipping but overall this is this is what's best I feel like that's something that I also had to keep in mind so um yeah so even down to me I don't cook every day like even being a chef too like even when I do like pre-orders I have to take like two three days to just recuperate get back into alarm and like I don't want to even cook those days even down to like when I cook food uh nine out of ten times I don't eat the food that I cook like just off the reason I don't have an appetite because I'm cooking and putting all my energy into cooking um I don't have feel to eat like I probably snack I uh, snack and like eat to make sure everything tastes right and stuff like that but like I wouldn't really eat until probably like the next day after like and I'm probably too tired to even do that too because it's like I put everything that I've got into the food um but yeah like even down to me like I probably cook like only probably like two to three times a week so before when I was like going to work and stuff like that I was cooking every day like almost every day like sometimes I even made it worse to like where you just have to find out a routine like even though I not even a routine like I hate labels like terms stuff like that I don't like I'm not a big fan of routine I'm always just like want to go with the flow like whatever goes flows um but I feel like you just have to find a time and a space that can be able to like work for you um because what I used to do like before I remember I always used to have to, I worked at a certain time so what I did always make sure by a certain time I always go downstairs and I always prep myself cook and then by the time I finish I have like another hour to like be ready dressed and get ready to go to work like that um and then I would just like mixing I'll whatever do I make large pots of things like I'll make like a big pot of like kamu pasta make a big pot of like chickpeas and then I would just mix those up together like a kamu chickpea pasta with just like some bell peppers and some like mushrooms I put in the oven like a toast oven a toast oven Girl, that saves you a lot. Air fryer saves you a lot. Like those are all things that could be able to help you a lot because those are like quick in time. You don't have to do too much. It's just like about like um saving the grains and stuff like that. There's so many different things that you could do, like with especially like having it in bulk, like doing like the pasta, and then you can make different sauces, put different like mushrooms, like flavor the different things and stuff like that. But I feel like 
it's yeah just finding like the space and the time that could be able to work for you but you really don't have to do that much um but also try letting yourself know that like it doesn't need to be as complicated like try to find the simplest things to be able to work for you and it would really work like some days i just eat beer quinoa like quinoa alone and that's fine for me you feel me like it works for me because it's just like why do i need to go cook like a big meal like i do those things often but it's like um prefer sim simplicity like sometimes those that quinoa like would probably hit my soul better and nourish me better than if i go make like a whole big meal and it's like i don't even feel to eat because i put so much energy into that and this was just such a simple meal like made just eat simply clap clap <laughs> everything you say is just it's on point and i think that i'm shaking my head so much because i tell people this and i i believe it so much so mm -hmm. everything that you're saying is like super super real <laughs> what i do i try to keep it real with people because like i know this journey like a lot of people like we're talking about put on this perspective like oh you're supposed to be in like a high road it's always love and life peace and love like no it do not be like that like no it really do not be like that and it's like another thing too like even with this lifestyle people expect me to be like that as well too and i've had been like that i went through a phrase like oh yo it's like wrong for me to be angry but it's like no i'm human i still have to remain those things because there's people there like people don't respect me even though like I do this work and stuff like that they be trying to like demand me talking about like oh I need this I want you to do this like don't even greet me say hello or ask me my services nothing and such like that and I just feel like that's very disrespectful for the fact that I don't owe anybody anything this is a choice that I chose to do like I choose to provide my services yes this is what I do as my career my life path but it's like regardless it's not going to stop me if I don't make money from this it's not going to stop me from creating because this is my passion this is what I love to do so it's like if nobody was buying my food you think i wasn't gonna be making food i wasn't gonna be posting food on, on self creators no i'm still going i'm gonna be in the lab creating even more things like so people can be able to figure out and see what i do stuff like that but i forgot what the whole point was it but you get the point what i'm trying to say though <laughs> yeah. um we really appreciate you sharing all this wisdom um we're reaching to the close of this episode but i really want to know like if you have any takeaways or advice for other young people or even people of all ages, just like anything you want to say to our audience, I think they would appreciate that. Okay, um, to all ages, uh, whoever is watching, uh, my advice would just be live the life you love and love the life you live. Like That's like the most important thing. Like Don't try to please anybody else but yourself and know that there is a purpose for all of us to be here. We just have to find it, unlock it. Keep on pushing and never give up. And love yourself. <laughs> Thank you. Also, would you like to um, plug your own business and like your Instagram? I know you mentioned that before. So my Instagram is self-creators, self-creators with a C. E-L-F and then creators and then I also do have a website my website is under construction right now but I do have things that you could be able to book me or you could be able to email me as well um, at subcreators.com at gmail I know I said previous um, at gmail.com but my website also has services where you can book me for a private course dinner and maybe a catering order or as well if you want to do like an in-house cooking class if people are in New York or even a virtual cooking class I am probably going to offer those services back again um, just because a lot of people have been asking like they wanted to uh, receive certain things and as well too i probably will be adding on my website things to start shipping like food patties stuff like that to start shipping out so if anybody who did want to try the food and are not in new york they can be able to have access to me i'm looking forward to meeting you in real life and um connecting with you and coming and 
literally trying the food. <laughs> um, but we want to thank you again so much for being part of this episode. Um, we really appreciated learning from you. And we're going to wrap this episode up. For our audience, make sure you're staying tuned to our other episodes from this season and all the content we're posting on our Instagram and all social medias. Um, thank you, guys. And we'll see you next episode. Bye. Bye. Thank you.